Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Some folks don't stop searching till they find the truth. If you've got a detective's eye, June's Journey is the game for you. Play as June Parker in a gripping murder mystery as you find hidden objects to help solve her sister's death. You'll hunt for clues in hundreds of beautifully illustrated scenes set in the Roaring Twenties. New chapters are added weekly. Find your first clue by downloading June's Journey today. Available on Android and iOS mobile devices as well as on PC through Facebook games. Celtic State of Mind, I'm Paul John Dykes, and tonight in the studio I am joined once again by Tony Haggerty. Always a pleasure, Tony, how are you? Indeed, great to be back in the mothership, as they say. How are in you? In the mothership. <laughs> in the mothership, indeed. And you, you are, you're punting some merchandise for us <laughs> there as well. I the see green, that. The white and the gold. <laughs> Not so subtle merchandise behind me, yes, indeed. Exclusively available from Axom.net. <laughs> we are here, of course, to look at the Dundee United encounter. It's a Scottish Cup game. It's Tanadice. It's under the lights, Tony. And we already spoke about it earlier on, yourself, uh, Amy and I. Uh, we were looking at the potential lineups. I think you might have got eight right out of 11. Eight out of 11, not bad. I got the O'Reilly Rogic conundrum. I got that sorted. You did, and it was a fair effort, to be honest with you. One thing I don't think anybody 
um, appreciated was that Jota and Abada would be out of the side tonight. Um, and I think that uh, we're probably, uh, it's not been confirmed, we're probably looking at maybe some form of illness with one or both players, perhaps a last-minute injury. I didn't see any uh, injury updates for any of the two wingers leading up to this game, Tony. It's a massive loss for us. Oh, it's a huge loss, but Ange might confirm what the story is before. He usually speaks before the kickoff, doesn't he? So if they and report on I'm sure they are worth the salt they'll, they'll ask that question whether it's illness injury or or maybe it's just we spoke off air and I said it kind of smacked also of a team that well Andy's maybe had his eye on on Saturday too we, we spoke earlier um, some people are saying listen don't talk about domestic dominance don't talk about trebles um, and I, I suggested that you know there had certainly in the second leg of the uh, conference league been uh, a reluctance by Ange Postecoglou to put out his strongest side. I didn't think it was going to happen domestically. We will wait and see, and probably the commenters will hear before we do, Tony, about the reasons yeah. behind Abada and Jota. But let's just say that that is two massive losses for Celtic tonight. I mean, we have been using the uh, wings very effectively. And, you know, we've said so many times that once you get to your second choice, then you really are uh, dropping down quite a bit in terms of the standard. Um, I don't think that would be the case on the right-hand side with Forrest. I think Forrest is an able uh, deputy for Abada, but on the left-hand side, we're now playing Maeda out left with Yakamakis through in the middle, uh, Tony. And we're going to get running all night long from Maeda, but when you look at his backup, Mikey Johnston, that's a concern for me because I don't rec- recall a single moment in the season where Mikey Johnson's crafty chance or opened up a defence. Yeah, I, I don't recall that either per se. But listen, uh, Jota is a big miss because Jota was terrific against Livingston. Mm-hmm. Wanted to see him continue that form. Uh, you know, my thoughts, I, I had the same team and my only change would have been uh, O'Reilly for Rogic. Sadly, and I'm sure Ange Postacoglu will confirm the reason why before or even after the game, so we can all kinda at least be enlightened as to why they're not there. Uh, Jota and Abada. Forrest was terrific as well. Mm-hmm. Glad to see him keep his place good for the good for the confidence levels. And with with Mikey coming in, Mikey might have to play a part tonight. And uh, when they played United in December, Mikey started, didn't he? I believe it was that one of the few games that he started. He did actually, yes. Three yep. 0 and, and he played okay. So, if Mikey has to come on and and play some role in this fixture tonight, then I would. If, if Evanja, I'm begging him up. I'm saying go on and you know stake a claim. You know, make, give me a decision or turn up, take part and contribute. So yeah, whilst you might point out that it's a a drop down in standard, and we get that then and. Everybody knows my thoughts about Mikey Johnson, but if he has to play a part tonight, then I want to see him come on and be positive, attack his man if he's in the wide areas, even get a goal just for his own self-esteem and confidence, and hopefully if he does come on, then he can contribute in a meaningful way and maybe contribute more in the running too. But, you know, we, we have a squad for a reason and players maybe turn to at certain points. So this might be one of those nights where... Starfelt gets the opening goal at 41 or 151 <laughs> for a hat trick, or, or Mikey Johnson comes on and, and scores as well. So the Cup's always one of those games, isn't it? A one off fixture, you know, that everything can happen or anything can happen type stuff. So if he has to come on and perform, then hopefully he can to the best of his ability. 
Well, there are players that um, if thrown in to the mix between now and the end of the season, Tony, there's there's no hiding place they've got to yeah. perform. There's been a few guys this season where we've said that it's time to step up. Yeah. I remember saying it about Starfelt, the aforementioned Starfelt, and he, he did that. He absolutely did. Let's read through the teams and then we'll uh, have a closer look at the selections, uh, particularly of Ange Postacoglu. Uh, Joel Hart in goals. Juranovic comes in at right back with Cameron Carter-Vickers, Carol Starfelt in the centre and Greg Taylor out left. We've got uh, Callum McGregor, Matt O'Reilly and Rio Atati. So O'Reilly and Atati come back into the side with James Forrest retaining the right-hand uh, side berth. Maeda, um, out left and Yakimakis through the middle. On the bench, we have Scott Bain, Chris Julian's back in, Tony. We have uh, Nir Beaton dropping to the bench, Albion Ayeti on the bench, McCarthy, Rogic, Mikey Johnson, Idiguchi, Ralston, Welsh, and Karamoko. The Dundee United side starts as Seagrist, uh, Liam Smith, and uh, Niskanen, McNulty, Clark, Edwards, Butcher, Levitt, Freeman, Harks. And Graham, as I say, the player that I like in that side is Smith. We've seen Seagrist having a good few games this season against Celtic. Seems to turn it on when it's uh, up against us, Tony. Um, when you look at some of the changes, let's start off with Juranovic. Um, first off yeah. the bat, we spoke about it earlier on and we thought it would have maybe been harsh on Tony Ralston if Juranovic came back in at right back, but that's exactly what's happened. Yeah, and again, you're, you're replacing quality with quality. Yeah. You know, so... And the great thing about Ralston is, sorry, Ralston is, Ralston will bat an eyelid. See if he's in for the next game. Ralston will just give you what he's given you all season. Mm-hmm. And I've said before the the thing about Ralston is he, he always gives the manager a headache and a question. So the manager will have deliberated over that bringing Juranovic back in because Ralston did nothing wrong. He was he was terrific against Livingston as he has been at various stages throughout the season. But his attitude spot on. So it doesn't matter if. Again, I said that today that Ange will, will rotate. I didn't think he would rotate as much tonight, but he has. I don't question the manager. He got it spot on against Livingston. He's he's got it spot on thus far in the season. So I don't question his his selection at all. Maybe after it, I <laughs> to get parked out the cup. I might might say might question it, but you know, I, you know, the manager's a manager for a reason, right? He knows a lot more than than you and I. So. I'm just delighted that I got eight, bearing in mind that uh, he does like his rotation. But, you know, you're, you're comfortable with Juranovic coming back in for oh, Alston. Yeah. So <clears throat> it's not as if you're saying, oh no, and you're dreading it. You're bringing in the Croatian international right back. And that's testament to how well Anthony Ralston has done this season. Juranovic is our best fullback at the club. Yeah. So, and, you know, and, 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 and I said it earlier today, Taylor just gets the, the whipping boy tactic. At times, doesn't he? From the from the Celtic supporters, he he did nothing wrong. And I think one of the commenters actually said that Alan Morrison could back this up because I mentioned he's passing mm-hmm. of late, and I would like to see his stats because t- to me the eye test that I'm watching Taylor's been very accurate, but Alan Morrison will be would be able to enlighten me on that further, and I'd just be interested to see if my eye test matches up with Alan's stats for Taylor because I I think he's been pretty bang on the money with his with his passing. I could be wrong in that, but I don't study it the minutiae detail as much as Alan, but from what I'm seeing, I, I think Taylor's been pretty solid the past few games. Amy Canavan earlier on today did 
uh, suggest that there might have been a wee curveball at uh, fullback, but it wasn't Juranovic she was talking about. It was Liam Scales, who's not in the squad. Um, but before we go through the rest of the team, one player who has returned to the squad, and it's a very welcome return, is Chris Julian. We've mentioned him quite a few times over the last few weeks because of his absence, yeah. Tony. And it's like what we were saying earlier on. Every single player in that first-team squad, when called upon, has to has to be able to step up. We've got two centre-halves, recognised centre-halves on the bench tonight. And Julian, um, correct me if I'm wrong, has only had one appearance so far this season. That was against Wraith Rovers. I don't think he came on after that. So um, it's a massive night if you've got to call on the likes of Chris Julian. But let's talk about Cameron Carter-Vickers and Carol Starfield. I mean, it was an unlikely partnership, wasn't it? I don't think, I've said this before, I don't think Cameron Carter-Vickers was in our plans. I think he was an emergency because Julien took so long to come back. But what has happened is he's created um, a, you know, a relationship with Starfelt that is, is the best defence in Scottish football. Yeah, I mean, the two of them dovetail together nicely. And you've watched that partnership, defensive partnership blossom. And, and in the last few games, I mentioned it with relation to the St Myrne game, where it took Celtic a while to break St Myrne down. But they were being asked to be playmakers because they were asked, being asked to carry the ball you know, 50, 60 yards at times. And it was alien to their nature in the, the game that they played, but they coped with it really well. And the goal, the breakthrough goal, comes from a Starfelt knockdown, more by default. But he got his head to the ball, and yeah. Cameron Carter-Vickers lashing at home in a volley, you know, like a, a like a striker almost. But, you know, so the, the two of them, they're, they're vital cogs in this Ange machine that we're watching now that have gone 29 games unbeaten. And Starfield's another one who, you know, polarises opinion, but the two of them have been pretty solid. They're not in the best domestic defence in the league for nothing. They're actually quite good at what they do. You know, Europe's been a different story where we step up in quality and we, and we get that. That's fine. That's These are things that Ange will want to address moving forward. But domestically, they've been pretty solid. Haven't they? And you know, you you feel safe with the two of them at the at the back of the pack. I have to say, and yeah, nitpicking again. where people will nitpick with Starfelt, but Carter Vickers is is looked every inch the a baller and a decent defender and he's so pretty composed. rugged. Yeah, he's you never see him ruffled, do no. you? And uh, he's very. I, I never really seen him. You know, somebody really. You know, like a. Lyndon Dykes did that time at Livingston mm-hmm. when he spooked uh, defenders. Uh, I think Julian was playing that day, you know. Yeah, yep. I've not seen Cameron Carter Vickers. I've not seen that happen to Cameron Carter Vickers this season at all. Uh, Starfield was rough. Was it Jordan White at Ross County? Uh, and, I, and I felt uh, that time that that was a kind of incident where he, he could have done better but Celtic still won the game you know so that's fair enough but that's the only time I've seen Starfield under real pressure domestically you know he's had these moments and people say he's still kind of cumbersome and he's this he's that but I think the last few games he's been outstanding and I will reiterate he is the player who hasn't scored a goal for Celtic so is tonight going to be tonight for Carl Starfield to open the scoring for well he was unlucky with the header at Livingston mm-hmm. the keeper made a brilliant save the one Maida profited from to score the opening goal so he's getting in those positions now and he's and he's more aware and even I say the kind of 
headed knockdown by default, but he, he had the presence of mind to get something on it and aim it in his central defensive partner's direction against St Mirren. I don't think he thought that Cameron Carter Vickers would produce a, a goal of quality on, on the standing ollie, you know, so, uh, but there you have it. But I, I'm happy with the two of them. I'm happy with the two of them at the, in their own box and I'm happy with the two of them in the opposition box because they are guys that can cause or pose a threat. Uh, but Celtic need to do better. We said we've had this discussion before about set pieces, but they are starting to now become nuisance value in getting wee breaks and stuff. So that was the, the goal that came from the free kick, Starfelt, to Carter Vickers against St Mirren. And then the goal that came from the corner, wasn't it? The corner, Starfelt's header, keeper saved, made a profit. So I'm happy with that. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, Carter Vickers, someone mentioned in the comments, and I will be bringing some of your comments up, so thank you for getting involved. Um, someone mentioned that Carter Vickers put them in mind of Paul McGrath. Now, I'm not comparing the two players. Paul McGrath was an absolute world-class defender, if you ask me. By the way, one of the best football books ever written was his uh, autobiography, Back from the Brink. But there's a, I think, in the way that he approaches the game, very composed, calm, never seems ruffled. Um, he's got a deceptive turn of pace, has Carter Vickers. Uh, never seems to be under pressure. He always buys himself a bit of time. And even just uh, his demeanour. I, I, I get exactly what the, the commenter yeah. was getting at. When it comes to McGrath, they can become any kind of the player that Paul McGrath was. Then we will have an outstanding centre half on our hands, Tony. Yeah, your only gripe is set pieces, isn't it? Yeah, you know. But I think in terms of the the raw material and ingredients and tools to be a defender, at, I like my defenders just to defend, and he's as rugged as they come, you know. And everybody knows they're in a game, and he looks quite comfortable when he's coming forward with the ball, and you know. So as I say, the the Achilles heels, the, the set-piece goals that Celtic have conceded of late. And, you know, but again, that's something that you, you have to work on in the training ground. But I think that apart, uh, Cameron Carter-Vickers has been a, a tremendous signing for Celtic. But, and I use this phrase a lot, but he, he just seems to have got the club, doesn't mm-hmm. he? And, mm-hmm. and got the kind of... And, and the fans really taken to him and they love him and you know the other week when Wolves and Leicester were sniffing around or supposedly sniffing around and there'll be A and others no doubt at the end of this it's starting to worry Celtic now and there would be a gaping hole in that defence if he doesn't sign but I'm of the opinion yep they can get more money going to the English Premier League or uh, abroad That that's, that's not in question but there's personal happiness as well and Cameron Carter Vickers has been loaned a lot of places. I think it was Amy that said today he's been around the block a bit and he's never yeah. really settled anywhere. He looks settled. Mm-hmm. He looks happy. And he'll be handsomely rewarded by Celtic should he choose to, to sign the deal, you know, the the buy the option to buy clause. So it's not as if he, he's he's playing for nothing. You know, so so he'll be one of those higher earners, one would conjecture. Uh, if Celtic are to conclude a deal and you know I, I think personal happiness comes into it and also the fact that if you have you're the biggest carrot Celtic are going to have the Champions League group stages for any player that's that's the ultimate mm-hmm. tournament to be involved in and play at club level you won't get that at Wolves you won't get that at Leicester it's a consideration it's a, it's a fine bargaining tool Celtic now have to see that over the line 
Because if you get that over the line by winning the league title, you can bet your bottom dollar that you'll be in there fighting to get the two signatures that they covet the most, Jota and Cameron Carter-Vickers, yeah. over the line. And I think that that's pretty pivotal. And I think if you're those two players, you you would be happy to sign for Celtic if they're in Europe's premier competition, wouldn't you? Yeah, the big thing for me, Tony, I know it's not an exact science, but we've had so many examples of players um, who have come to the club and they've either just used us as a, as a very quick stepping stone for you know to further their own careers or bank balances or both. And there's been success stories and otherwise. And I think when you look at centre-halves, for example, um, Philip Benkovic comes to Celtic on loan, um, highly rated you know his, his parent club at that time was Leicester. He'd had a massive move to to Leicester, and you know for the best part he looked a player at Celtic. He really did. I know that you know these injuries seem to follow him, follow him about, um, but you know instead of coming and uh, creating a scenario where he's maybe at a club for about three years and then getting his big move like Dedrick Boyata did, uh, although he came to us. Uh, on a permanent basis, he goes back to Leicester and his career basically hits the skids. And there's been so many examples of that, Tony, of players down the years. And sometimes, you know, there's obvious ones like John Gadetti and Paddy Roberts, etc. But sometimes it's all about, you know, come to Celtic for two or three years and do the Van Dyke thing and yeah. get a much bigger move, get the Champions League, um, you know, experience under your belt. And then you'll get the big move. And, and you're far more rounded as a player and far more developed by the time you move on. Your talent gets you the big move. Celtic's a wonderful stage. Mm-hmm. And we speak about that 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 stepping stone, and it, and it pains you to say that at times, but we spoke about it earlier today. You, you, some guys just can't resist the lure of the English Premier the League. <laughs> yeah, I know. But also, if it's, a, if it's a top six team, or top four team in England, you know, we, Celtic can't compete with that. They can't compete with the the elite teams in Europe, but it doesn't stop you from trying, and it doesn't stop you from wanting to be in there. And in order to be in there, then you have to have to win this title. But I, I, I get that that there is no substitute for playing 150, 200 games, whatever it is, with with a club like Celtic, enhancing your reputation. Mm-hmm. And Cameron Carter Vickers has had stop start periods on loan at clubs. He's not played. As, cons- uh, as consistently and consecutively uh, football matches than he has at Celtic, you know. So, I think Celtic's a good career move for him. Yeah. But you're you're seeing that from a obviously you're biased. He goes to Wolves or Leicester. He's going to have to prove himself again. And as you say, the the grass isn't always greener. He's he, he's pretty settled. He's pretty settled in the system. He's a vital cog in that system. And a big, big player for Celtic, and if you and the manager's clearly stressing to him, you you know you're a you're vital to us. We we need you. You know we want you. And and I think these are all things that players want want to hear, don't they? And the go to a Wolves or a Leicester, you become just an other defender amongst you know a plethora of of defenders who are some will be of equal ability, some will have much more ability yeah. and you you have you're in a, a dog fight to nail down a, a first team slot. Whereas here you're a first team pick automatically and a lot of onus and yeah, that with that comes pressure to perform, but with that comes a a great uh, 
degree of responsibility. People look up to you. You know, and I think a lot of Celtic supporters and a lot of Celtic players have looked up to Cameron Carter Vickers this season because he has led by example. He's been he's yeah. been absolutely terrific. He's been a leader, isn't he? Yeah. And he's been the player who whoever scouted him has has said, Yep, this guy's got leadership qualities and you know, the the McGrath comparison and you know, it, it didn't do Van Dyke or Denier any harm, did it? I wish we'd seen Denier permanently. Yes. Me myself included. I really like Denier. But Van Dyke never stops talking about his development at Celtic. You know, he he owes he always says he owes his career to what he achieved at Celtic because it put him on the map. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and Celtic aren't going to stand in these guys' way of future success elsewhere. But come and, as I say, play that 100 games, mm-hmm. 150, 200 games, give us two years, three years, go with our blessing and uh, help us become what we want to become under Ange Postacoglu, which is competitive in Europe, a Champions League uh, group stage qualifying team consistently. And if you if you can play your part in helping making that happen, then great. No, don't just jump away at the thought of a Wolves or Leicester coming in. Stay for the magic carpet ride, as I keep saying, und- under uh, Postacoglu, because it's exciting. And I... And I I think if you're a player of Celtic get into the Champions League this season by winning the title, you'd feel excited by that challenge. It's a wonderful challenge. Unfinished business, I, I would feel. You know, if you leave at the end of the season and that was, you know, that was in place, Tony, it would feel like unfinished business for the likes of, of Carter Vickers. You know, Joe Hart, his ex-teammate at Spurs, you, you wonder, because Hart has had it all and then he's had to, you know, go through a period where he wasn't second or even third choice at times at, at some clubs where uh, previously he was a star man at some of the elite clubs in English football. And you, you wonder if he's learnt a lot of life lessons himself and hopefully he's passing a wee bit of that advice on to Cameron Carter-Vickers. Of course he is. I mean, Joe Hart's loved uh, by Celtic supporters and he's loved by the manager and he's loved by his fellow players. And this was a guy who supposedly had... Well, according to some reports, he has a big time Charlie attitude, and you know he he's not what Celtic need. He was everything that Celtic needed. Yeah. He was a good goalkeeper. You know, nobody can tell you that he wasn't a good goalkeeper. He was a great goalkeeper, a terrific goalkeeper. And again, another one who has come up and embraced it, came in with an open mind. And you know, if anyone should possess an ego, it is Joe Hart because he has been there, seen it, and done it. But my goodness, the, what you see of Joe Hart, he. he He's the consummate professional and ultimate team player. And this is a guy who has, you know, been England's number one and has played for Manchester City and won mm-hmm. titles. Mm-hmm. You know, so and and he's bought into Celtic, he's bought into Ange Postacoglu, culminating in the other day, Joe Hart letting, you know, telling people, We don't want days off. We are you know, we never stop. This is the Mario. And you think to yourself, and that's a goalkeeper. So you're thinking, great, if all the other players are of the same attitude, application, effort, desire, commitment, it all goes well. And I I was delighted when Joe Hart signed. I really was. When I heard initially that they were trying to get Joe Hart, I just didn't think there was any way they could pull it off. But my goodness, what a signing. He, he's been he's, he's arguably, arguably been Celtic's best signing of the season. Pound for pound, anyway. You know, so I, and that's that how high—that's how highly I rate the signing of Joe Hart mm-hmm. 
And every good team starts with a goalkeeper, doesn't it? And it's been such an Achilles heel for Celtic over the years. Their, their inability to get a, a cracking number one between the sticks. And uh, I think we have one now. And, and it's, it's no surprise that him and the likes of Cameron and Carter Vickers are the bedrock of the success, is no, it? No, you're absolutely right, Tony. Acrobat is uh, watching on YouTube and he is... Um, you know, a U2 fan because he's got Action Baby on his avatar, <laughs> one of my favourite albums. There was no injury worries from the press conference, so it must be last-minute positive tests. It could well be. Anyone who has had that confirmed, uh, let us know in the comments section before the game. Chancer comes in also on YouTube to say the team should still be strong enough to get the job done. Would you agree with that, Tony? Oh, yeah. They're still a quality team, isn't it? And that's the great thing, that you look at the quality players that are missing, but you look at that team and... It's loaded with quality players. Yeah. You know, which is what the manager... That's why he was desperate to get to January. We were limping on to January and he kept speaking about January being a pivotal month and the way he shapes his team up, the way he trains them to peak at this start, at this point in the campaign. You know, so that's why we've assembled this, you know, competitive squad. And you listen to him recently, he's been talking about the training being of a high tempo and, and fiercely competitive that's all the players. They all want to be part of the business end of the season, which is magic. Because if you're, if you're replicating games, scenarios at training, then that's, that's, that augurs well, doesn't it? You're saying to yourself, right, great. And they're all in there fighting. They all want to be part of it. Don't want days off. Commitment's there. Wonderful. And we get back to it. That team, if Celtic play, as an, in the words of Ange, our brand of football, that team's good enough to go to Tannadice and win. Yeah, I'd agree with that, Tony. Jungle Lion, two wide men rested, injured or COVID. Yeah, we will find out, I'm sure. And Magnet 67, Evening Axon, Team et al. Huge game, big performance needed. And I'm sure we'll get a big performance looking for Starfelt to open his account <laughs> in a Celtic jersey. Anybody who's interested, it's 40 to 1 for him to score the first goal. Um, so, the midfield of McGregor, O'Reilly and Atati, going back to the point you just made. That's a good enough midfield to win any game in Scottish football. Yeah, same midfield that destroyed Rangers. 3 nothing. Yes. With, in the first half. Mm-hmm. With it was ar- devastating. Arguably the most devastating performance of the season. And then, you know, yeah, the, the, the tempo levels dropped in the second half, but they'd won the game and they'd won it convincingly. And I'm, I'm still of the opinion that had Rangers scored... In the second half in that game, that Celtic would have raised it again. That that the, the second half was game management. Mm-hmm. First half was just scintillating, devastating stuff, and deservedly got themselves three ahead, which was the minimum that you thought that they should have been ahead. Because remember, Jack Amakis. I think it was four other really good chances. Uh, you know, in the first yeah, half, yeah. So it wouldn't have surprised you had it been more. But that that midfield dynamic display by that trio was was scintillating to watch. It was, you, you, you watched that and you thought, is this really happening? You know, Hattati stepped up to play, O'Reilly was just the guy with the craft, the, the, simp- the, the hardest passes of all, which he made look simple. Uh, O'Reilly was playing that night and he just, it just everything that they touched turned to gold more or less that night in that first half against Rangers. So I think that's the levels we want them to produce again. You know, a lot of people said, oh, Hatati look," And he did look jaded for a wee spell there. But I still think that midfield's, you know, offensively, they can do a lot of damage. And, and I think uh, I think that's 
that's why that midfield's playing tonight because I think we're going more on the offensive than anything. Very creative indeed. No. The teams are on the park, Tony. Uh, Brian Degnan reckons a, a brace for Yakamakis. Let's see if he is indeed. That's a bold to, call, Brian. That's a bold call indeed. Um, yes, the game, of course, is on the Premier Player this evening. Uh, Premier Sports 2 will be showing the game live. That is where Tony and I will be watching it in just a moment. We will be coming back for half time, 15 minutes at half time, to look back on the first half action. And then once again at full time, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel and click the notifications bell as there is loads of content coming. Loads of, loads of content loads coming. Loads of content. In the next mean? few months. Um, thank you all for getting involved and thank you to Tony Haggerty for joining me on a Celtic State of Mind. What's up, guys? This is MMA fighter Clay Guida, and I'm not afraid of anyone or anything, but losing my hair was an entirely different kind of fight. So if you're suffering from hair loss like I was, then you got to check out my boys at Bosley. Pound for pound, they are the champions of hair restoration. That's why I turned to Bosley to get my hair back. The entire Bosley team was so professional and kind from start to finish. All it took was a simple one-day procedure, and I was on my way back to rocking my full hair again. So take it from me. Don't wait if you are thinning or receding. I'm so thrilled with my results, I just wish I would have went to Bosley sooner. It's time to finally knock out hair loss because the best is yet to come. Check out Bosley today. When MMA fighter Clay Guida was losing his hair, he trusted Bosley to get it back. Now it's your turn. Get a free information kit, plus get a $250 off gift card when you text SCORE to 203203. That's text SCORE to 203203. Don't wait. Text SCORE to 203203. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.